Welcome, welcome, welcome to week seven of the Bet Sweat podcast. My name is Nick Miller. I'm back with my co-host, Ryan Bro. Hey, yo. And we have live, not in studio, but live, a good friend of the podcast, Cole. What's up? What up, boys? It's good to see you guys. Great to see you. Now, Cole is back for a very specific reason, because last year we did NBA win total over-unders. The season's about to start. And Cole went four and one. Right, Cole? Uh, yeah, I did pretty good. I did pretty good. The Pelicans had a flat tire on me. That's um, tough. They were, they were on their way. But, yeah, I think I had the Kings, the Cavs over. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was a good good little NBA year. But I did give you guys the Bucks and the Clippers as futures for the championship. That did not work. I slept on Denver. But um, yeah, it was a it was a fun fun little NBA year. Excited but, for the uh, new year. But that uh that Cavs future did not hold up in the playoffs, did it? No, the lights got a little bright, and and that's okay. You know, sometimes you go to sleepovers and you want to go home. You know, like you realize you need to go home. You want to sleep in your own bed. We got to Madison Square Garden. We were not ready for the yeah. lights. And that's okay. Like, we're so young. Like, they're younger than me, literally. So, yeah. I can't imagine. But at the same time, like, man, they played like shit. The Knicks baby brothered them. Yeah. But Mitchell Nick. Robinson the baby brothered them. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty low. But yeah. I'm excited for, you know. What we got cooking in Cleveland with the kids. Yeah. I mean, that sort of like brings me to my and tell me if you disagree, Ryan, but that brings me to like my main philosophy on betting the win totals is that regular season and playoffs are totally different. There haven't been never been more different. Look at the look at what happened to the Heat, look what happened to the Lakers, like and look what happened to the Cavs, you know? It just it, it's one the the switch gets flipped. It's totally different basketball. Things that worked now don't work. Um, I so. want to push back slightly on this, and okay. the statement needs to be: it's different sometimes. If you're the Nuggets, it's the same. If you're even the Celtics, it's pretty similar. Yeah, other teams can flip on that switch or. We'll have to go home from their sleepover. So it's up to you. I mean, the Celtics underperformed in the playoffs, wouldn't wouldn't you say? Given how well they did in the regular season. Uh, What was their playoff exit again? They lost to the Heat. They lost to the Heat in seven. I mean. They were about to get swept by the Heat. Yeah, yeah. They were down 3-0. I guess they still went seven in the Eastern Finals. It's an underperformance, but. Yeah. I'm I'm very excited to talk about these over unders because I have I have a sound strategy. I have an edge. You have an edge. I have an edge. Well, with that, let's hear it. Yeah. All right. So, what will fuck a win total up the fastest? What is the number one most guaranteed an thing? injury? Thank you. Thank you. Buzz. An buzz. An injury. Yes. So how can you predict an injury? No, 
Can you know which teams are going to get hit by it? No, but you can you can make some educated guesses about which teams are more prone to be injured. So that's exactly what I did. I took teams that were old and teams who had the most salary cap misses last salary cap missed games last year, meaning expensive players that missed time and added all that up. And I just, and I'll tell you where that brought me. First, we have the Clippers, the number fifth most injured team by salary and the number one oldest under 51 and a half. That's where I'm going with that one. 51 and a half. I'm wondering if I got different numbers than you. We got completely different numbers. I got 46.5. I saw them at 46. I'm on VegasInsider.com. 2023 win totals. Clippers. Oh, shit. It's 46. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The number doesn't matter. It's about the number matters, and I'm betting the over on the Clippers, but continue. (laughs) You're betting the over on the Clippers? Just finish your speech. Yes. Why? (laughs) You trust Kawhi? Well, a quick interjection. I'm not betting on the Clippers, but I thought about them at 46. But injuries are random. So if a team is very injured one year, regression to the mean are not random. They're not totally random. Teams that were more in teams that were injured last year. The word is correlated. More likely to be injured this year. Teams that are older are also more likely to miss more time, whether due to injury or due to uh, rest. I see the vision. I see it. That's called correlation. And let me now. I'll talk about the Clippers. Do you realize that they got to 44 wins last year despite all their injuries with Russell Westbrook and a bunch of ragtag mofos? And now they have a shot at getting James Harden. Now Kawhi is going to play. James and Harden George makes the team worse, dog. No, Get no, he doesn't. In that, that specific team, in the regular season, James Harden makes the team better. They need a point guard. How many games do you think Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are going to combine to play? I think they're going to play more than they did last year. You think they combined to play 80 games? So they both play half the season? Yeah. Yeah? Combined? Yeah. Yes. They yeah. combined to play yes. 80 games? How many yes. games did they combine to play last year? You don't know. You don't know. So I'll Probably closer to 40. Closer I, know to 40. That, I know that they're number five on injury salary missed. On salary missed games. Dude, Russell Westbrook makes, what, $8 million a year? That's I a regular think... season aficionado. What are you talking about, dog? The Lakers started 2-10 and 10 with Russ last year. No, no, that's an anomaly. Look at him on the Wizards. Look at him on all those teams. Rockets, OKC, whatever. Regular season. Anyway. Clippers under 46 and a half. Can I move on, please? Now, the number one most injured team by salary last year. And Don't the number it. four oldest. Don't say it. The Golden State Warriors. Oh. Under 48 and a half. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. I mean. What about Chris Paul? Injured. season gone. Chris Paul, injured. Injured. So injured. Steph, 35. Injured. Clay, <laughs> been injured. <laughs> I, I don't know. I cannot. I, I, I understand the bet and the angle, 
but I personally would not feel comfortable putting money down against them. It's the Warriors. So I do because I have an angle. When you have an angle, you have to you have to bet it. But you have to go for it. You don't have to. In the case, it's there will be one exception coming up, and I'll talk about that in a bit. There's one exception coming Oof, up. One exception. Now, perhaps the most dramatic bet. Are you guys ready for this? The number two oldest team going into 2023, and the number three most injured team last year, not including a very injury-prone player that they just added, that they just traded for. The Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks, under... 54 and a half. Ooh, look at you. High number, too. Dane misses a few games. Giannis gets a rest day. Giannis doesn't miss many games. But that rest of the team, Middleton, Brooke Lopez, they all miss games left and right. And I think Giannis is going to realize that, or he already does, but he's going to know more and more that it's the playoffs that matter. But in the regular season, Wins and losses is dependent on who's the most injured team, who just stays healthy. So now, okay. ask me the question. What about the flip side? What are the teams least likely to get injured? What are those teams? The Celtics? Teams least likely to get injured are the young teams and the teams that were healthiest last year. A great example of a young team that was healthy last year is the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs. You know why I'm ignoring that? Because they're about they just added probably the most injury prone player in the entire NBA that was not accounted for last year by the statistics, which is why I am a stay away on the San Antonio Spurs, and that would be Victor Wembanyama, who. I just saw a highlight where he was running the break and he pushed the ball through somebody's legs, and <laughs> like some, like some street ball shit. He's the amazing. Kids call that a nutmeg. Yes, he's amazing, but he will be injured. He will not. I don't think he will play more than fifty games. Um, especially it's going to be the Zion treatment all over again. But he's going to be great when he plays, and hopefully he cares about you know basketball more than women. He's uh, fresh. He does. Yeah, I know. I know. He, I know he does. I know he does. I was taking a shot at Zion, not at not at Wembley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Um, for French, French but I will bet. Over. I will bet one over a team that was the fifth healthiest team last year, and the ninth youngest th- this year, and that is the Indiana Pacers. Over. I don't even care about the number. The number is set by expectations. <laughs> like I'm saying 30. it's team that gets the number is set. I think Vegas is smart. The number is set by what the general perception of the team is, and I think that's generally correct. Nick, I'm gonna I'm put saying that on your team healthy. I'm saying if a team is healthy, they're gonna go over the number. And if a team gets injured, they go under the number. That's what I'm saying. The number I'm doesn't saying, matter. The statement I don't care about the number is fundamentally idiotic, but continue. I know that's it. Those are my four bets. Clippers under, Warriors under, Bucks under, Pacers over. Spurs, stay away. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, I have two additional over-unders, so I'll just give them real quick. And in contrast, wait, wait, wait. you didn't what? you didn't say are you oh, are you gonna talk shit? I thought you were gonna talk shit. 
I already talked my I'm, shit, I'm dude. I'm here for it. You're talking about correlation and yada, yada, yada. Some like nerd yeah, shit. You're, you're talking all about that the number doesn't matter. The number is everything. The number has injuries baked into it. Who sets the number? Nerds in baseball. Yeah, but the public bets it. The public doesn't predict injuries. The public's not going to say, oh, this team's going to get injured. That's no I fun. Know. I think the, the public, public wants to have fun. The public is smarter than you give them credit for. But what do really? I know? I'm, I'm speculating. Really? I'm speculating. Let's talk about numbers, though. Here's a number. Here's a team that got 43 wins last year, despite struggling massively early in the season, despite having huge holes in their roster and injuries, and has made significant roster improvements. It's the Lakers over 47.5. This is not that high a number for a much better revamped team. It's only four extra wins over last year. I, I, yeah, I see that as. That's a good bet. I like that bet, even though they're going to get injured. But I think they're going to be okay when they get injured because they have a lot of good players. I think this weekend, I, I think if LeBron doesn't play, this team can still win because they can still go over. Yeah. And another team, sort of similar, but different. Last year, everything went right for this team. It's a team full of injury-prone players ah. where everyone was healthy last year. And this team has only eclipsed 52.5 wins once in the last four years. And they have re- they might be on a championship hangover. I'm going to take the Nuggets under 52.5. Oh, that's tough. That's oh. tough. It's a tough Western Conference. They're going to be playing games with other teams who care about the regular season and they might not. So. I think I I I I think that they can sleepwalk into 52 win 53 wins. I do. Yeah. But but I I too am on the Lakers. Okay. At uh, one of my over unders. It's uh LeBron fucking James and it's lebron motherfucking james after almost watching his son fucking like die and not fulfill the prophecy lebron motherfucking james <laughs> is about to ball out and 48 oh also d'angelo russell shout out d'angelo russell homie longtime friend of mine just kidding, <laughs> kind of I, i've met him a couple times but i i is there a story? He there? wasn't. He, he wasn't nice to a friend of mine. I'll just leave it at that. Huh? A, a huh. girlfriend of mine. Are we dropping? Are, are you're we, welcome to drop the. Greens. Hey, hey, but, but let the past be the past. Let the by, bygones be the bygones. Because D'Angelo Russell recently, and he's a Buckeye, so I love that kid. He said the smartest thing I've ever heard him say. He said, "My inspiration is Derek White. I want to be like Derek White. I want to make the winning plays and not get credit." Like finally, you want to play defense and hustle. Good, yeah. Because like, you're not a good enough shot maker to. But now they got Gabe Vincent. Now they have a couple more pieces. I'm really excited for the Lakers this year, even though it's a dogfight in the West. Forty eight wins for LeBron and AD. Come on, dog. Yeah, Let's if go. They don't get injured. Let's go. <laughs> if they don't get injured, yeah. I mean, we could put that asterisk on everything. Yeah. Um. But I would say that one of my other futures that I wanted to give out was Scoot Henderson 
plus 400 to win rookie of the year because I'm not buying into the Chet kind of, I think he's going to be great, but I think there's a lot of uh, mouths on OKC that need to be fed. And Victor, I do not see him in year one playing all like trying super, super hard to play all 82 games. But Scoop has G League experience and plus 400 is, is value boys. I like that Uh, bet. That's good. And then another uh, value thing I saw was um, at the Atlanta Hawks, a really weird team, a really interesting team, but their number is 42 and a half, and it's even on some books. And they won 41 games. They were about as mid as mid could be. Um, they, they were truly mid. But uh, just two more wins with a whole year of Quinn Snyder and – uh, their wing pieces are solid. No more John Collins. So I don't know why, but I was drawn to that number at, at 42, and a half, 42 and a half for Atlanta. And then for my last two over-unders, I am running back my picks from last year. The Cavs, give me that. I'm a hometown kid. 50 <laughs> and a half on DraftKings. It's 50 and a half. Deep. You know, <laughs> Yeah, but the lights aren't bright until the lights are too bright. So <laughs> I'm going to make money off of that. Um, I believe in them. And plus, Max Struess and Niang off the bench or Struess starting, like, it just changes the game. Like, I had I read a stat about Okoro that even though he's shooting a good percentage on threes, his average defender was nine feet away from him. So imagine what that does for Mobley and Allen and, and Mitchell. So it's like, I think different three-point options for the Cavs are about to be open it up. Um, and then the Kings, dog. Wait, wait, wait. Go back for one sec. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Uh, I want to know what you think about Evan Mobley. Give me, give, me, give me a couple sentences on Evan Mobley. In a perfect world, he's baby boy KG. Um. I do think, I mean, year two, he averaged 17 and seven, something of the sort while playing elite defense. So it's like if he puts on muscle, which he is and keeps, you know, that trajectory up, that sort of like Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Anthony Davis, where the the effect is primarily on the defensive end and the offense is just a bonus, like. I think he's going to be elite. The question for the Cavaliers building out their roster truly is, can he play center? Do you want him to play center? Do you want him banging against Joel Embiid and 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 Jokic? Or do you want him playing those fours and stretching him out? Or are the lights too bright for Jared Allen? <laughs> so I, I, it's an interesting dilemma because the Cavs have that that balance of two bigs, two, two littles. And uh-huh. something in between, but those two bigs aren't necessarily perfect. So, um, or elite on both ends. Yeah. But they had the number two net rating last year, the number one defense rating, number nine offensive in their first year with Donovan Mitchell. And I still miss Lori Markinen. Like that was a big, and Sexton, that was a big trade. Yeah. Um, not as big as Deshaun Watson, but <laughs> that's tough. still. Oh, geez. Yeah. And then 
my last over under would just be running back the Kings. I think 44.5 is a disrespectful number. That's another year of them getting better. They retained all their guys. Keegan Murray, I gave him out as a rookie of the year candidate last year. In addition to, uh, I forget. Uh, but I just like the Kings, man. And Mike Brown, I like the Kings. And I think that's uh, an easy number for them to get. Okay. I feel like I gave out Jalen Green last year because I was like, guards win it all the time. And he's on a team with no, uh, like, no like just not a lot of talent so he's going to be the guy and that didn't hit but you know that's the thought process but yeah I like those, that's cool are you uh are you how confident are you that you can uh, bring back the four and one it's five bets right bro take me to vegas right now <laughs> take out a ten thousand dollar loan give me a year and see what happens okay well you do have the track record so is that any more uh, any more thoughts on MVP six men? You know any? Yeah. More? Oh, I'm just looking back. I think I did give out Paolo uh, Paolo Bencaro last year, which might have won some people money last year uh, okay. on the same very podcast. Um, yeah, I did want to give out Giannis as the MVP plus six hundred voter okay. fatigue for Jokic and Embiid who pouted yeah. his way into it, and then yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. already gave out Scoop, and then. In terms of championship bets, it's hard to really find a lot of value. Lakers at plus twelve hundred, I would say, just to fund a root for. Yeah, and then Suns plus six fifty. I don't know. I don't know. They got a lot of talent, and then I'll just ride the Bucks at plus four hundred with with probably the most of those units. Um, if I were to bet on those futures, but I will say I saw a tweet today: the Celtics in preseason they got three whites. They got three whites out there, and they were throwing alley-oops. I saw a guy that they were restoring the feeling in Boston, and that's scary. That's, that should be scary to all of America. Three They're whites. restoring the feeling in Boston. So um, I just didn't see much value in the Celtics. Obviously, like, those top six is very good, but they're the favorites to win the title, so I don't really want to bet on the favorites. I it's got a question. A- I got a quick question. Let me cut you off here. Last year, you came on this podcast and you told us it would be Celtics Clippers. And, you know, everyone gets Bucks questions Clippers. wrong. Or Bucks Clippers, right? Bucks yeah. Clippers? Sorry. And everyone gets stuff wrong. I gave out Jalen Green last year. Um, but you did say you discounted the Nuggets. So are you think you're uh, discounting the Nuggets again? Uh, Probably. But... <laughs> uh... You know, I think I would rather root root for LeBron. Like I would rather root have a future on LeBron at better odds than on the Nuggets. I mean, the Nuggets are cool, but um, yeah, man. I to be honest, I made a lot of money on the Lakers last year, and I do not want to stop doing that. <laughs> and I think. <clears throat> Their uh, off-season acquisitions will help me continue to do that. And uh, plus twelve hundred, man, yeah. put fifty bucks on it to win six hundred and see what happens. All right, all right. Austin Reeves most improved, maybe, maybe. Oh, white Average boy is- of the year, white, white boy, boy of the year. year. <laughs> you, I mean, 
he can he can shoot, man. Yeah, he can really shoot. And he does more than that, too. I'm very excited for the Lakers season as well. Definitely, definitely. All right, well, to a much more can we can we can we can we transition to a much more somber note? I just have to if if we had a real producer, he would play the sort of a the the funeral dirge right now, the funeral music. But it really is Jover for Justin Fields. And the Bears season. I mean, the Bears season was on thin ice anyway. But Justin Fields was not. He was riding high. Eight touchdowns in two games, you know. But he looked horrible. Brian Flores in that blitzing Vikings defense just made him look terrible. You watch the film, there are people wide open. And he sees a rush coming, and he just runs into somebody else. It was horrible. And then he gets hurt, dislocates his thumb. He will most likely be be put on the IR. And even if he comes back late in the season, we're going to have two high picks between us and Carolina. So it's over. It's over. He will not have done enough to secure the job. And it's sad. But, you know, sometimes it's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Yeah, I don't know if it's that sad. You guys are going to get a great quarterback. Next it's round. sad, right? They're going to get the top two picks. Yes. You can you can have two shots at a quarterback. Why don't you increase your odds? Well, we draft both both Caleb Williams and Drake May, and we just have a yeah. quarterback battle. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, that would be great. But we both bet on the Bears last week, right? We both we fell did, into the But both- losing that bet is sort of – just feels got injured. It's uh, I don't count that as a bad loss of a bit. I mean, you did you watch before you got injured though? No, I did not watch. We, we were, were horrible. It was bad. We were horrible. Yeah, but Justin Fields is a second half player. Is he? Look at him in the Broncos game. Look at him in the. Uh, he was, the com- that, no, he was much better in the first half in both those games, in both the Broncos and the Commanders games. Uh, I guess I'm just spouting bullshit. Yeah, you are. R.I.P. Justin Fields. R.I.P. May you R. I. P. not be remembered. No, he's going to be a star on another team, and it's going to be so sad. What, he'll be yeah, like Geno Smith? Yeah, he's, he's going to be a Geno. He's going to be a Geno Smith. I don't think you should bet on someone being a Geno. There's only been one Geno. Geno. Yeah, well, I believe in my boy. He's, too ta- he's just talented, but, you know, it's all mental for that guy. It's all mental. He gets a little – he gets, like, he gets older. He gets out from the spotlight. He backs up, backs up somebody for a little while and figures out how to play in the nfl comes back four years later totally different player still in his late 20s and he's just dominating so who are you rooting for more trubisky or fields trubisky's a fucking bum (laughs) trubisky sucks fields is talented fields needs to stop being a vegan then he'll win some damn games (laughs) must be i'm just kidding i think he's a pescatarian now but he still could use some steak in his diet, probably. He's probably anemic. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but anyway, do He's we have a better any... athlete than I'll ever be? I have no <laughs> right commenting on his eating. <laughs> do we have any more uh any more thoughts on what happened? Oh, your team, Cole, 
Your team shocked the world. My team with an asterisk. My team with an asterisk. My team <laughs> with an asterisk. Okay, but he didn't play. He didn't play. And you know oh, it is your team. A, you know who did a good Gino impression? Uh, PJ Walker. <laughs> no, you know we cut PJ Walker was on the Bears. Was the Bears <laughs> backup, and we cut him during the preseason because he got beat out by an undrafted free agent from Sh- rookie from Shepherd University. <laughs> well, picture this. He almost threw an interception when we had the game under wraps with a minute 30 left and, and made them not take a timeout. What a – across his body. It could have been a pick six. I don't know. Like, the, my team with an asterisk, I miss Nick Chubb, but it was a good win. It was a really good win. That's a really good win. We got very lucky. Yeah. but you And it was a kid from Michigan. Uh, the Michigan kicker, the rookie who missed it. Yeah, fuck Michigan. For yeah, real. fuck Michigan. I'm gonna watch a lot more college football this year because college now, has been great. That's yeah. all, you know the Pac Pac 12 is really fun, you know, and there's a lot of good quarterbacks, and uh, you know, we're gonna get one of them, so it's more interesting. <laughs> Caleb makes some some throws every week that only like Patrick Mahomes really makes. You know, he looked. Or, I mean, Notre Dame made him look like a bum yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah, but but it, in terms of the the skills that translate, yeah. I think his future is super, super bright. Yeah. As long as y'all don't fuck him up. Wow. We're getting a new coach. We're firing our coach. We're firing our OC. We'll be okay. If you were the Panthers and you get the number one pick – or let me rephrase that. If I'm the Panthers and I get the number one pick, I'm taking Caleb. Bye bye, Bryce Young. Well, the Panthers, we have the Panthers pick. Oh, what a twist. <laughs> what a t- I forgot. We've been over yeah. this. What a depressing franchise. Yeah. They're yeah, they're num- they got the number one pick. And Dump. if they hadn't traded up for the quarterback that they now have, who's brought them to a winless season, they yeah. would have the chance to draft a way better quarterback. Yeah, I, I think I want to say this with regards to the 49ers trade to Trey Lance and the Panthers trading up for Bryce Young, giving away multiple top picks. Yeah. Here here's the here's the thing is both of those quarterbacks had massive uncertainty going into the draft. If you think we, about the on. distribution, yeah. Bears traded up for both Mitchell Trubisky and Justin Fields. So you can, but they didn't give up as many picks as the Panthers or the Niners did. True, we did give up first rounders though. How many? One, I think, for each. One's fine. Like these guys, Browns gave up three, three for for nasty man. Yeah, like if you're gonna give up two to two to four first round picks for a quarterback like that, you can't pick a quarterback that has a wide range of outcomes of massive uncertainty. It needs to be a Caleb Williams or a Trevor Lawrence or a guy who you know is going to hit. Otherwise, if you're going to pick a guy with uncertainty, just wait just wait till the middle of the first round. That's that's my opinion. Do you think that I when I look at Caleb, I see uncertainty? I, I don't. don't. You don't? He's he's just, he's bona fide. This guy's this guy's it. I mean, maybe. I I think he does a lot of like field shit to be honest he like runs around stays too long in the pocket tries to make the hero play 
And then he's playing against bums, bums, edge, bum edge rushers from the Pac-12. And, you know, it's okay. But Mahomes does that too. But what's the difference between Mahomes and Fields? Um, Mahomes can see. Yeah. I think Caleb can see, but obviously it's subjective. There's, currently, there's no way to measure that. So yeah. the difference is if you hear a thousand analysts on the media say everyone's saying he's it. There, there's only been three or four people in the past decade with the same amount of confidence. So that's that's what I'm going off of here. Yeah, you're right. These these like blue like these like guys that come around once every five years or so. Last one was Trevor. Before that was uh was before that no before that was kind of Burrow. I feel like Burrow is sort of Burrow, in Trevor, Andrew Luck. Yeah. These are these guys hit. Pretty Those much guys hit. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, the Raiders Pats game. We should talk about that. Yeah, the Pats are horrible. I'm betting They're... against them again. I'm laying seven and a half on the road with the Bills this week because the Pats are a joke. I think they're going to start Malik Cunningham. I think so. Wow. Because they cut Zappy. They're like, Zappy's not good enough to start over Mac, and Mac's horrible. Wow. I might have to I might have to tease that with the 49ers. You know, Malik Cunningham is his position on Google is wide receiver slash quarterback. <laughs> and this is the guy they're thinking of starting. That's how dire it is. <laughs> wow. Do do they fire Bill? What do you think is the approach there? Um I don't know. I think they'll come to a, some sort of backroom agreement. Like, they won't be like a traditional firing. It'll be sort of like, come into my office. Like, let's talk about it. Like, we're not happy. You're not happy. I know Bill doesn't like losing. So. I, th- I think the problem is he's also the GM. And the last five years, he's just, they have not had good picks on offense no receivers dog shit year in year out just get it yeah. i would say get a new gm and keep him as coach and see see how that goes i mean i don't know if he'll go for that though it's the only problem you might be right yeah um anything else to talk about or can we get into the rest of my bets i already gave one out um tell, tell me your thoughts on the bengals seahawks um the the Joe Burrow did not look great in that game, even though they won. So I feel like my sort of let's see if the Bengals can play well against a team not actively tanking, which is the line I have written down for the justification for this bet. When I bet on the Seahawks plus two and a half last week, um, maybe the better statement was let's see if the Bengals offense can play well against a team not actively tanking. And I thought that the Seahawks would be good enough to you know, score more than well, they scored 13 points. I think they lost 17, 13. So, yeah, I, I mean, the Bengals defense, I, two weeks ago, we saw the Bengals take like win because of their defense against the Rams. Right. Um, This was the same story. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm staying away from the Bengals and the Seahawks this week because I gained nothing from that game. Me too. 
All right. Then right. time to bet. I've given you the Bills minus seven and a half. I've given you now. I'm gonna give you a Desmond Ritter sucks bet and give you the Bucks minus two and a half versus the Falcons. Desmond Ritter sucks. It's horrible. Um, that's it. That's it. And the Bucks are like they beat bad teams. And the and then my final bet, Cole, you're gonna like this. The battle of the backups. Is PJ Walker playing again? Yeah. The the they think Deshaun's gonna gonna play, but the line hasn't moved from whatever three, two and a half. It hasn't moved, so I don't okay. know. Well then it's not the battle of the backups. That's even better for me then. Um either way, I would take the Browns in this game. The quarterback doesn't matter. Because What's it's all the about, game in the spread? It's all about that historic Browns defense that by some advanced metrics is the best defense in the last 20 years. I know it's only been six games, so that probably will even out, but they're going against a backup quarterback. And I don't care how good his mustache is, but Minshew cannot outrun Miles Garrett. And they do not have enough weapons on the outside to score on a team that just shut down the Niners. Browns minus two and a half. Those are my three bets. Bucks minus two and a half versus the Falcons. Bills minus seven and a half at the Pats. Browns minus two and a half at the Colts. Three favorites, two of them on the road. That's normally very scary, but I like it. I'm feeling good. Cool. Great. Uh, all right, Cole. Take it away. What up, boys? I, uh, I've i been given advice from a f- I almost said a friend of mine, my dad, and he told okay. me never, ever parlay, never parlay. Good advice. But, great advice. Great advice. Great advice. <laughs> great advice. But I, you know, I don't always listen. And this week we got 50 bucks on the line. So I'm going to take some chances and okay. I'm going to keep it simple. Keep it light. I'm going to do two separate two team parlays. In one of them, all we got is same thinking that Browns minus two and a half, minus three, wherever you get it. That that I like that. I don't see the Colts doing that. Paired with the Rams money line over okay. the Steelers. Even okay. though it'll be a road home game for the Steelers with all these Pittsburgh people in LA and the Rams never draw, I will say the Rams should win. So that $25 would win about 52 um, yeah. with the Rams being at minus 160. Uh, and then with my other $25, I'm going to keep, uh, I like two teams. The Commander's money line over the Giants, which is minus 130. The but Commander's played well right. last week, you know, over yeah. Atlanta. I lost on Atlanta last week, so now I'll try to win on Washington. That's my thinking. Um so, Commanders over the Giants at minus 130 paired with the Lions plus three in Baltimore. The Lions are a very good team. They are. They are. I think we get a little bit Jared Goffed by the Lions. Yeah. But I think uh, they're a well-prepared team, and I like them. I mean, the, the Ravens are a well-prepared team, too, but... I like the Lions and the Commanders. So that 25 
would win almost 60 bucks, 59.44, because it's a minus 130 paired with a minus 110. So, uh, yeah, it. I'm going to try to win some money this week, boys. All right. Nice. All right. I like the attitude. Yeah, they keep it simple. I uh, there was a time when you would come in and lay some crazy parlays. I remember <laughs> those days. You know, I mean, you should see. You should talk to my bookie. Yeah, he thinks I'm in fourth grade. But hey, <laughs> hey, I've had some good weeks. I've had some bad weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's a fun little yeah. game. And yeah, I was going to, I was going to give our send off because that would have been a perfect, perfect transition, but Ryan hasn't finished his bets yet. So uh, I just have to let him go. <laughs> that would be the Grinch kind of today. I was thinking about it. Uh, we'll, we'll have you repeat it. We <laughs> um, there's one bet this week that I love and a few that I like. You guys are sleeping on this bet. What are we sleeping on, Ryan? You are massively sleeping on the Chargers plus five and a half on the road at the Chiefs. Ugh. I know. Ugh. Oh, I know you're gonna That's react gross. that way, but let me convince you. Allow me. First of all, all of the Chargers' losses have been within three points, including to the Dolphins and Cowboys. Okay. The rest of their games have been wins. The Chiefs have not beat a single good team. This season. They have okay. not they have not even played a good team since week one against the Lions. Okay. And these two teams usually play quite close. And the reason that it's plus five and a half instead of plus two, two? is because the Chargers laid an egg last Monday night. Okay. I mean there's there's definitely some reasoning there, but I think you're you're just going for a very small window, right? Like they're gonna lose, but they're gonna lose small. So I get like if, it, if they lose between like three and five points, then I'm okay. Just no, I, I don't. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna. Think lose. They're gonna I, win. I think if I think it's more likely that they win or lose by five points or less than them getting blown out. That's what so that's why you're betting. Okay, fair enough. So I'm okay. betting it. Right. and. Yeah, the chief. The Chiefs just have it's just Kelsey and Mahomes and a decent defense, but their offense is not that. They high won power. the Super Bowl with. I, I would be hesitant to say that's a decent defense. That defense is a touchdown better than it was last year, and that defense looked like it's winning them games. True. Mm. It's weird because we don't. We've never seen the Chiefs with a top five defense, mm-hmm. but they might have a top five defense that just might not be as flashy as the Browns or the Jets right now. They've always had Chris Jones, but now they have a secondary too. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I'll take Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen, but whatever. We'll see. It'll be a fun game to watch. Maybe yeah, not definitely. for you, but for the rest of us, it will be. Okay. I'm, I'd like to tease the Bills and the 49ers. So the Bills are playing the Patriots. Yeah. And the 49ers are playing the Vikings who don't have – Justin Jefferson and are coming off an embarrassing loss. So I'm actually going to think. Oh, about they beat the Bears. They just played the Bears. I'm talking about the 49ers are coming off an embarrassing oh, loss. Oh, never mind. Uh, so I'm either going to take the 49ers straight up minus seven 
against the Vikings, or I'm going to tease them with the Bills. Uh, I'll still think about it, but either way, I expect... Uh, do you know that the 49ers have blown out four out of six teams this season? Blown yeah. out, like, by 28 points or more. Something ridiculous. So, I might just lay the seven here. Okay. Uh, and the last bet that I really like, but I might only put $5 on this because... But this is this is the the marquee matchup of the week is the Dolphins plus two and a half at the Eagles. I would I would take the Dolphins there because the Eagles secondary is bad. The Eagles have a bad pass defense. The yeah. Dolphins have lost to one team, the Bills, which have an above average pass defense this season. And at least before their uh, star corner went out, Trey Trey White. And the Eagles have played zero good teams so far. Yeah, one of the Chiefs. Cupcake schedule, two and a half points. The Dolphins have a historically good offense, so give me the points, baby. All right, I like that bet too. Did some good bets, some good bets. You know, really responsible, solid bets. Do you have any final send offs, Cole? Any words of wisdom? I've just you. I've never heard responsible and bet in the same sentence. <laughs> Yeah. Unless it's an advertisement, but um, yeah, man, keep your he- keep your head held up high, and I would say, scared money don't make money. That's right, and don't forget to, to bet, bet, sweat, sweat, and forget. forget.